Welcome back, you guys, to the All Things Johnny TV podcast. I'm Laith, here with Champagne, and we are here to look at the cast for the challenge, Spies, Lies, and Allies. You know, it has been about three months since the last season, and I'm super hyped that we already have a new season so soon, and I'm really excited to to get to watch it. Yeah. I know, three months? Like, I want to say it's been a while, but it really hasn't been a while. I feel like there's just been a huge push for just making these seasons and getting the editing out as soon as possible because you see survivor like we haven't had a survivor season in over a year and that's coming back in another month so i'm excited for that too right but like the challenge is like back to back to back to back to back and even there was a pushback because of covid and yet they still air it out in august yeah that's crazy and you know what's so weird they cut out the like we didn't even really see i mean i guess they want to make like covid not like a big part of the season but right it, that happened in the first episode, and we didn't see it at all, which is crazy. And that's that was pretty crazy that they were able to no just mention it out. of so, it. Yeah, which is crazy. Okay, so let's move into our cast analysis. Starting with the vets, we got Tori. This is her sixth season. I don't know. I'm not really. I don't really feel Tori too much. I think she's a little bit too cocky for her past performances. Yes, she's a really good competitor, but she's never won. And to have the attitude that she has for someone who's never won is a little bit too cocky. Like I was saying earlier that I think probably it's because of her permanent relationship with Jordan that that really rubbed off on her, that cocky behavior and that mentality. Yeah. And so it really stuck with her. And unfortunately that behavior carried over even after they broke up. And in Double Agents, I just was not feeling her at all. Like, the way she spoke about other people, I just don't vibe with that at all. I know we're going to disagree on this, but I've always been pro-Tory. And I feel like all these men want Tory to be their partner. So I think that's definitely going to work out in Tory's favor in a way. Because it seems like everyone's going to want to go for Tory or they're going to want to go for Mm -hmm. Casey. So we'll see how this plays out. She definitely is a very strong physical competitor. Don't get me wrong. Oh, 100%. I just... As a person, I don't, I, like, as a character more so than as a person on, on screen, I don't really vibe with her. I think there might be um, a push to probably get Tori into elimination just because... Hopefully soon, fingers crossed. Oh my gosh. Okay, moving to Nani, her 11th season. I love Nani. Um, I think that she's a really fun person to watch. Is she the best physical competitor? No, but I don't think that is really that relevant to how fun of a cast member they are so i'm excited to see her back again and i I think she's probably running towards the end of her challenge career i don't think she'll be doing too many after this i I could be wrong but i'm excited that she's back for another one i'm so excited too and i feel like nani's just always been an underdog and i always root for the underdog but um i think she's definitely very overlooked we could even see in the first episode no one really went towards nani at first But we'll see how it plays out. I think she could definitely go far, especially with her relationship with Casey. For sure. Next is Anissa. I don't know. Anissa. This one's hard. Yeah, this (laughs) one's really hard. You don't ever talk bad about someone who's a legend in the show like Anissa is. Right. But at this point in the career, I think her prime is behind her. I agree. So, I mean, guilty by association with Tori that I don't really like Tori too much. And they're like besties for some reason. So that's another reason that I don't really vibe with Anissa too much either. Yeah, I don't really know what to say about Anissa. I don't want to say anything bad, but she's always coming back and she is never winning. So we'll see. We'll see. 
Next is Ashley Mitchell. This is her ninth season. She's a two-time champion. And this is what we always say, Champagne. Like, she is all or nothing. You it's know? so weird. Yeah. It's so interesting. It's so crazy. She's either, like, the first target to go home first, second, or third, or she wins it or gets out right before the final. And she's awesome. I think I love her. She's entertaining. She keeps it interesting. She's the perfect combo between being a good competitor and being entertaining to watch, in my opinion. I think she's very entertaining to watch. I think she's very problematic. And from what I've heard with Leith, it seems like she's going to get canceled this season. Oh, so yeah. Someone we'll said that in my TikTok that. comments. I'm really nervous. And so hopefully that's not a spoiler. Sorry. But someone in my TikTok comments was saying that she is, like, in trouble this season. So we'll see. And not just in trouble within the challenge, more like real world. So we'll see what Yikes. happens. Moving to Casey Clark, her third challenge, originally from Big Brother. I like her. Really solid competitor. Um, messing with Nani a little bit. <laughs> She's, I think she's undefeated in eliminations. She is awesome. I like her. She's been to, she's been on two seasons before this and she went to finals both times. And so I think she's awesome. I mean, it was kind of unfortunate the way it went down last season because of Fessy pushing her to run faster. She slipped. And so I definitely think she has something to prove this season. She wants to make it and she wants to win. And just like Tori, I think a lot of guys are going to want to steal Casey. And she has that big brother alliance um, that I think is going to work out for her. Definitely going to benefit her. For sure. We got Amanda. This is her sixth season. I love Amanda. I, I can't believe this is only her sixth season. I feel like she should have more seasons under her belt for how notable she is, but that's how awesome she is. I love Amanda. I think she is iconic. Um, that's all I have to say. People love to talk bad about her. But I think she's so fun and so entertaining, and I love her so much. She's very problematic. She's probably going to mess with Fessy this season, as we've seen in the first episode. She's best friends with Ashley, so I could definitely see that being a very problematic duo. Um, I could see potentially a lot of fights, a lot of arguments, so entertainment-wise... Absolutely. Um, she talked about being a new mother and she was a nurse on the front lines of this whole pandemic. So I don't know, maybe we'll see a changed Amanda or maybe we'll see the exact same Amanda. You know, I was thinking like prior to the season that we'd see a new Amanda, but then after this first episode, it looks like she's back on her bullshit. Exactly. Like same old Amanda. Exactly. You would think that, but I mean, I, I, I support it. I stand by it. She's, she's doing her thing. She loves her child. She's always posting videos of her son on her Instagram. So I think she's awesome. I think the fact that she is a mom and a nurse in the pandemic is just crazy to me. So she's amazing in my opinion. Next up is Big T, you know, basically America's sweetheart, even though she's British. <laughs> this is her fourth challenge. First two seasons, she didn't really make it too far. And then this past season on Double Agents, she did was amazing. Like her big season. Yep. Yeah. This is her breakout. She was robbed by a hall brawl at the very end, which pisses me off so much. The fact that they did a hall brawl right at the end like that. And just to send Big T home, it made me so sad. And I hate Chunk's production for that. And uh, Big T has actually had an Instagram live with Laith. Oh my god, yeah, if you guys listen to it, we actually posted in one of our podcast episodes. If you scroll down on our podcast feed, me and her talked for like six minutes, and I loved it. I just like hopped onto it as a fan, and we talked for like six minutes, and she's so awesome. We're, we're, we're me and her are basically besties, so. The only thing I did find interesting is that she is, you know, not technically in the U.S. part. Her and Kyle are in the... International? In the international, that's what I meant. Oops. <laughs> but they're in the international, and I think Big T is probably going to side maybe with the rookies to get that. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see how it well, plays out. Well, it'll be out, a little bit different than the past. Like, for... She was... Not that she was a rookie last season, but because of her, like, lack of, like, making it too far in season. Her first season, she went home first. Her second season, she had a, a medical DQ, like, ha- halfway through the season, a little bit earlier than that. So... 
she did have some bonds that a returning player would have, but she wouldn't wasn't really at like a vet level, if that makes right. sense. So that's why I, I saw why it made sense for her to work with the rookies last season. But I think now she has those bonds that she has made that I think she could use to work with the vets more so. Not that I say only working with the vets, but I think she'll be working with the vets more so this season than last season. Yeah, we'll definitely see. All right, moving into the guys. We got Nelson. He's his eighth challenge. I don't really like Nelson personally. I know Champagne loves what? him. Because on total, I, we, I watched Little Madness recently. The way he just yelled at Kayla when Kayla tried to help him out, uh, uh, that's so relevant. Like, that was, like, two a year ago. But, like, I just don't like... He was yelling at this poor girl, even though Kayla's I mean, not a poor girl. But, like, he was yelling at Kayla, and she was just trying to help him out. And I like Kayla personally, so it really pissed me off that he spoke to her down to her like that. Anyone who speaks to a woman like that disrespectfully pisses me off. So, for no reason. So, I don't think... He was my, I was happy when he went home early last season. Sorry. I'll say it. I'm the only one to say it. I love Nelson. I don't get it. I love Nelson. I think he's one great competitor. I think he's a very overlooked competitor. People don't give him the credit that is needed. The only thing negative about Nelson, he's a very emotional player. He definitely brings his emotions into things. But I think it's going to be very interesting how him and Fessy go about things. So I'm definitely looking forward. I disagree. But whatever. We can agree and disagree there. Corey. <laughs> I feel the same about Corey. I, I like Corey. Um, but I'm kind of like indifferent at the same time about him. More so where I don't really like Nelson too much. I'm kind of indifferent about Corey. I think he's a good competitor. But I, I, he's all right. He's all right, in my opinion. I think Corey's a good competitor. I just think he's a little bland. Whereas I mm-hmm. want to see the personality show a little bit more. He's just a little bland for my taste. Yeah. Next is Josh, his fifth season. Oh, God, his fifth season in a row. He won a elimination last season, so... We can't say. <laughs> Out of four seasons, he won one elimination where he barely won. Like <laughs> He's got one under his belt. I'm never going to belittle someone's accomplishments. Good for him. Congrats. But, I oh mean, I don't really like him very much. I find him so annoying. He's such a drama queen. But I say this all the time. It's like, I don't like him. But I feel like if I were to be on a reality TV show, I feel like I would be like Josh, which doesn't make me happy. But you would be like being realistic, Josh, 100%. and that's why, and that's maybe why I don't like him because I don't like to think that I'd act like that. He's your competitor. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say we're at the same level at all. But I think I saw him and Fessy getting into an argument. Right? Didn't we see like a clip of that? So that's going to be interesting, and in how this Big Brother alliance, yeah, plays out to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, next up is Kyle. This is his seventh season. I don't think Kyle has taken a single season off since he was on Vendettas, which is crazy. I think he's been straight seven seasons. I love Kyle. Though. I like I love him too. I, I think he's entertaining. He's funny. He's a really underrated competitor in my opinion. A hundred percent. So I, I like him. I'm happy he's back again. And I love that he's partnered with Amanda. So I think that's gonna be a killer team. We'll see. Next up is Fessy. Third challenge. He is also undefeated in eliminations, just like Casey. Ew. But I, I, I don't really like him. He's really cocky too. Same thing with Tori. Same. Ugh. I feel. I feel like Fessy and Tori are on the same level, in my opinion. They're both. I'm not gonna ever devalue how strong of competitors Turks they are. Turks and Caicos. Oh yeah, I forgot that they went on vacation and smashed. But <laughs> unrelated to that, like I just don't really like them. Like either of them. It's same. Same thing. Where like I don't really like Fessy because he's just so cocky and. I mean, it's better than how bland he was on his first season. So, I mean, any press is good press, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. The fact that he still hasn't apologized to Nelson, like, are you kidding me? Like, even in your off season. He did apologize. Well, no, but, like, the fact that they had how many months of off season and he still didn't apologize, like, I, I was just so confused because it seemed like they still had beef from the prior season. Mind you, Double Agents was filmed when the pandemic was happening. That was happening, like, last June it was filmed. 
he had almost eight months to what apologize and I feel like it's still an unresolved issue I think there's definitely gonna be trust issues there so I'm excited for Fessy because I think he's just gonna be in the realm of all drama next is CT this is his 19th challenge that's crazy yeah that is crazy he's coming off of his fourth win which was last season and, I mean, I think he's in the best shape he's ever been for his age. Yeah, so, I agree. He's looking very fine. The fact that he was able to win last season and has even gotten into better shape, I think he is going to be a beast again once again this season. It wouldn't surprise me if he went I think far. he's definitely going to be a target, though, 100%. I just, I don't know how far he's going to go just because of that target on his I back. People are scared of him, though. People don't really want to, I mean, we'll see what 100%. happens. 100%. Like, we'll see. Uh, next is Devin. Love Devin. This is his sixth season. I think Devin is hilarious. He brings the drama. He brings the fun. Oh my gosh. I think he's super entertaining. I love him. We need him on TV. He was just like a TV personnel. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like people that just were meant to be on TV. That's Devin. Next up is Nam. Uh, This is his second challenge. Unfortunately, Nam was taken out this season early, once again, first episode. And it's so sad because like he, once again, like that same thing happened last season. He got out with a back injury. He had a horrible season with Lolo. And then he comes back. Oh my God. He was robbed. He was robbed robbed. last season. Once again, this season he was robbed because there was a COVID outbreak, right? So here's for you guys who don't know. Um, in between when they had like the daily challenge and then when they had the elimination, there was a COVID outbreak. So first big T tested positive for COVID and then it spread throughout the whole challenge house. They had to go into quarantine for two weeks. In that two week period, um, like at least half the cast or at least like at least maybe 10 people also tested positive for COVID that were on the cast. So they got quarantined for two weeks. It's insane. It's crazy. They quarantined for two weeks. But after those two weeks, when they returned back, um, at the end of the episode one, for the elimination, Nam was still too sick that he could not come back, which is just so sad. So sad. Hopefully he comes back because he's robbed two seasons. I think everyone really likes Nam and is really rooting for Nam. All right, next I'm moving into the rookies. So starting with the girls, got Michaela Bradshaw. Unfortunately, she is out first. Um, she was on Survivor Millennials versus Gen X, where she came in 14th place, and Survivor Game Changers, where she came in 7th place. I wouldn't be surprised if we see Michaela back in the future. She was a huge character. Her stupid damn list got her in trouble. She was. In the first episode, she was a huge yeah. character. So I could definitely see yeah, her coming back. Sure. The list. Literally, this whole episode revolved around this list from Michaela. And that's why I don't really like Emmy very much. Why are you stitching on the other rookie like that? Why are you trying? Why are you running to over to Anissa and No, she's on them? stirring the pot. I love it. I don't it. like that. I don't like it. It's such good TV, to be like, though. Okay, who cares about... I'm not, I don't give a damn about what's good TV. It pisses me off. Shut up. Yes, you do. I like. When it, not when it's people I like going out first. Nuh-uh. I don't like when Emmy is, why would you turn your back on people that are your own, like, survivor, quote-unquote, even though they weren't on the same, like, like actual survivor, like, series? Right. Like, I don't understand why you would do that. I think it's horrible strategy. I think it's so stupid. And I think it only puts target on your on her back, clearly, as we saw her partner went into elimination later that episode because of her. So, I think it was horrible strategy, and I think it pissed me off that she went running over to Anissa and Tori right after and told them. And that <laughs> the fact that it was Anissa and Tori, of all people, pissed me off even more. Okay, moving on to Michelle from Survivor Co-Rong. So she was the winner of that season. And then she came back for Survivor Winners at War where she came in third place. And actually, fun statistic about Michelle, she's the only player in Survivor history or the only winner in Survivor history to play multiple times and never get voted out. It's a really impressive feat that nobody else has out of all the winners that have been crowned on Survivor. And I think that's really impressive. Her social game is her strength her social game and her strategy is her strength and that's what she said in the first episode she said that will be her strength is her social game and i mean she got voted in her first episode but still i don't know i 
I, I really like Michelle. I'm really rooting for Michelle. I don't know because a survivor person has already been targeted. I feel like she definitely will be the target for weeks to come. But we'll see. She seems to have a little uh, showmance, whatever, with Emmanuel. Yeah, we'll so see we'll, that see. we'll see about yeah, that. I mean, and once again, I think the reason she was thrown down there was because of freaking Emmy with her big damn mouth. And then because Emmy exposed yep. Michaela. So actually, another thing that happened, so messy right now that they didn't show on TV. So... I heard, I read that right before deliberation, Michelle told Michaela, she's like, yo, like, it's your name, just be prepared, like, people are gonna vote you in. And then right after that, Kells, of all people, so random, told Michaela that Michelle was lying, she was the one throwing her name out there. So that is why <gasps> Michaela called out Michelle in deliberation. Isn't that ridiculous? Why didn't oh. they show that? was where they didn't show that on TV, where Kel's like whispering that into a Interesting. Ear. I did not know about yeah. that. So that's why that happened. Um, wow. Kel's really stirring up the yeah. pot. So hopefully Michelle makes it through. I, I like her. I think, but it's it's known how good her social game is. And I think that is definitely does have a target on her back. But I think she was doing a live stream the other day with Amanda and Ashley. So the fact that she's like in with them enough to be making like live streams with them shows me that she's built a good enough friendship to hopefully last her through the game. Hopefully. Yes. All right. Next up is Tatcha from Big Brother Nigeria. I know this girl has a huge following. She is like known to be like like her fans like oh, are ride, yes. like are ride or dies for her. Like they're hardcore stands. And so she was expelled from Big Brother Nigeria yep. uh, by because she got into a physical fight. On day 90, where she placed ninth on that season. So the fact that she made it that far and never even got voted out shows how good she is. So I'm excited to see her go far. I think she's definitely a big personality, and that's what I really am capturing from the season. I feel like there's a lot of big personalities. So I'm excited. I'm really excited to see her on the TV. She better not disappoint. Yeah, me too. Next up is Emmy. She's from Survivor Romania, where she placed 6th out of 29th on her season of Survivor. You know, I heard her say that the reason she made it so far was just because she was good at challenges, not because she was good strategically or socially. That was her words, and clearly we saw she's not the best strategically. But <laughs> I think that maybe, I mean, that's what the challenge is. Like, Although, yeah, it is social strategic involved, at the end of the day, you can only go home by losing so the fact that she's good right. at, at physical challenges and that that got her sixth out of 29 and didn't we looked it up it's like over 100 days that they're on this that they're on this just version crazy of like i think it, it's like over 200 days that survivor romania lasts how the damn do any of these people go for 200 days living on an <laughs> island like that just I, can never be me i go on survivor for 39 days hell yeah the u.s version but never three 200 days that's like half the year <laughs> i don't know i think she's also gonna be a big personality and with her blue hair I'm so excited to see her this season. Next up is Berna from Survivor Turkey. We couldn't really find stats on how well she did in her Survivor seasons, but she was on three seasons, so that shows that she's good enough to be invited back a bunch of times. She was she competed with Turbo, so her and Turbo know each other. Um, I actually read that she, during that like quarantine period where they all had to go back into uh, quarantine because of the COVID outbreak, she was running around not following COVID guidelines, and didn't really care. So that pissed me off. And oh, after I yeah, about that'd that, make me mad too. That'd make me very yeah, upset. I don't mess with her with that. But knowing you have COVID and still walking around the hotel like that, like nothing was wrong, I don't mess with that at all. So I don't really But like the one thing much. about Berna is she knew exactly who she wanted and she wanted CT, which I think is very good that was for smart. her game. That definitely exactly. Was smart. And she was the first one to get CT. And I think that moment was really funny. Like, I don't know what CT was doing. He was just like hiding behind. He was scared. I don't know what he was doing. But the fact that Berna <laughs> knew exactly who she wanted right away and was able to get him. Smart. 
Smart. For sure. Yeah, I agree. Next up is Priscilla. She's from Love Island, US. She entered the, the villa on day 23 and left on day 41. I, I like her. She seems pretty awesome. Uh, I don't really know too much about her, but she actually had, like, she was tied for the most confessionals this episode, which is a little bit weird because it wasn't like she was too involved. Right. But... I mean, she's getting that screen time, so I'm excited to see more of her. I, I feel like I don't know enough about her to really make an opinion, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Next is Tracy from Love Island, Germany. She won her season. I didn't even know you could win Love Island. I, I don't well, know it's like you and your partner win whatever, because it's like oh, a. Do they win money? I'm not even sure, but I know like the audience votes who they want to win. Oh, okay. So, so she's a likable person. We'll see how she does. I she she wasn't given too much this episode, so we'll see more of her in the future, hopefully. Next is Bettina. She's from Paradise Hotel, Sweden. She competed in five seasons of Paradise Hotel and two seasons of X on the Beach. So we know that she's a big person. Big personality. Yeah, big personality. There was a there was a video that I saw a clip of her where she like had a like a big golden ball in her hand just smashed onto the ground. I don't know what the context was. They were not speaking English, so I didn't know what was <laughs> happening, but it looked really dramatic and I like her for that. Right. I just feel like what is this Paris hotel and how did it prepare her for the challenge? I don't know. We'll see, but she's definitely a big TV personnel, so I'm excited. For sure, for sure. Next, Esther from Big Mother Nigeria. She won two HOHs, placed 14th, and le- what? How is 14th place leaving on day 64? That's kind of ridiculous. I know. That's what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah. But, so, I mean, she clearly, she won two HOHs, <laughs> so that's a good stat that Champagne found. I think that that shows that she's going to be a killer competitor. I think she is partnered with Fessy, who uh, undoubtedly is a good competitor, unfortunately. So I think it could benefit her. And automatically, she's tied in with the Big Brother Alliance, not just because she's from Big Brother Nigeria, but because she's with Fessy. So right. I think that could also benefit her strategically as well. I agree. Next is Lauren Coogan from Love Island, U.S. She was only at the villa for four days. She was there on day 10 <laughs> so and left on day 14. I'm so confused. Like, what happened? Why was she on this season for four <laughs> days? Like, I, that's like a huge red flag. But you know what? Actually, she's getting the D edit right now. She's getting the edit of, like, when D was canceled on Total Madness. She's getting that edit where literally yes. she didn't have a single confessional this, this episode. I didn't even know she was there until I saw in the Instagram comments that somebody said, like, she was getting that edit. And I realized, uh, spoiler ahead, skip like two seconds, not really a spoiler, but someone said she's deserved, it wasn't like it was just unintentional, it's intentional. Like, she did something wrong that made them want to hide her. So, I like that they're hiding her just because she's partnered with Josh, so less her means less Josh, but oh we'll gosh. see how that... Problematic. Well, yeah. Very problematic. Yeah. So, I mean, we don't know what's going on with her, but we'll see. I just want to see, like, the more the more episodes that come out, like, what did she do to deserve this? So, it'll be interesting. Exactly. Now that I know to look like, look out for her, because I literally did not even know she was there. So, like, it's weird to not give a rookie one confessional, like, even introducing them. So, like, right. I, I'll keep an eye out for her now in the future episodes to, like, see, like, if they even show her on camera. Because it's weird that they don't. Mm-hmm. Okay, next, moving on to the guy rookies. We got Corey from 12 Dates of Christmas. I don't know what that is, but he seems like a fun, cool guy, so. (laughs) And we saw him in the first elimination, and he literally, like, carried three people on his back. So definitely a very good competitor. I like what he stands for. He's here for a reason to support his community. So I'm really rooting for Corey. Yeah. And he was able to steal Tori. So he definitely knows. Yeah, it's very, very smart. 
Next is Jeremiah from Love Island US. Entered the villa on day one, left on day nine. How long does Love Island last for? If these people are only staying for like... I have no idea. I mean, but Love Island is no like... No idea. It's, like a li- it's like Big Brother where it's like a live thing that they have and they have... But they have episodes every single day of the week, like during, which is crazy to me that they have that many episodes. They have five episodes oh. a week. And so, I mean, it's constantly going and I don't know how long it lasts for, but at least more than like one week so we'll see what happens i just i don't know enough about him to really form an opinion yet true i agree next is tommy from survivor island of the idols which he won tommy won that season by really laying low he didn't need any big advantages he didn't win any uh, yes. immunities however i think that was part of his strategy i think if he really wanted a gun for some of those immunities he could have gotten them i think it's he really downplayed his threat level and that's what i think his goal is he wants to lay low that's his strategy and it worked for him in Survivor. He had a really big ride or die. Him and Lauren were ride or dies at the end. He was really big because he's, a, he's mm-hmm. a fourth grade teacher. And so he's really big on um, on making relationships with people. So I think if he's able to... Yes, his social game. If he's able to get his foot in the door with people, I think he'll be able to develop those relationships really well that can get him far into the game. I'm a little worried about him. Just because Michaela was out first and also Michelle was put into elimination, I don't see him going far. I really want to say his social game is great it was on survivor but i really see him as people thinking he's a target just because he's an easy rookie let's put him in so i don't know i don't think he's gonna go very far in the game but i'm excited to see more survivor people on the challenge me too for sure next up we got gabo from warsaw warsaw shore and celeb get me out of here hungry um, this guy's Donnie's partner he clearly knows nothing about the challenge oh my god so embarrassing he said he doesn't watch the show. He doesn't know who Nani is. He just picked her because she's hot. Which, I mean, respect to you, Gabo. But, like, Stop. why are you coming on this show and having no idea who these people are? How did you do no background research? I don't understand. And I feel like Nani truly is trying to get to the final. I really do. And even her conversation. The conversation with her and Gabo, she was really like, are you here to win? And he was just like, she was like, why do you pick me? He literally just says... Because you're pretty. Like, excuse me, I, as soon as she gets into that elimination, 100% she is going to pick someone else. Yeah. I do not see this uh, team working out very well. Yeah, I agree. Next up is Huey from Big Brother UK, where he came in second place. Really impressive. And Dancing with the Stars UK. Uh, I love him. He <laughs> seems funny. I love the dynamic between him and Ashley. I just think he's so problematic. And I think him and Ashley will 100% clash just because they're huge personalities that really like it their way. And I think he's going to be great TV. I think there's probably going to be drama, arguments surrounding maybe him involved. Mm-hmm. But I think he's hilarious. And I think he's definitely going to be problematic this season. And it was so funny when like they were fighting. And like he was oh like, I'm, I'm not going home first. I'm not going home first. And then... <laughs> and then and then she was like, oh, we just got purged out. He was like, what's a purge? Like, <laughs> so, like, I think he seems really funny. And then, like, Ashley was like, whatever you do, keep your mouth shut in deliberation. Like, just don't talk. And then he started he started talking, and then she was like, shut up. Shut up, Yui. <laughs> I saw that. That was so funny. So I think they're going to be a funny team. That was team. so funny. Are they the strongest team physically? Probably not, but... Like, I think they can be one of those underrated teams that can, like, win, like, when they have, like, those, like, weird daily challenges. Like, I can see them right, doing really well right. with those kinds of things. Next up is Emmanuel from Survivor Romania. He also came in second place. He lasted all 200 and whatever million days. That's crazy. I can never. That's, like, insane. That is so insane. But, I mean, he seems like he's a really, he's a professional dancer and singer, I believe. 
And he seems like a really cool person. I love the tattoos. I love the vibe he gives off. He's a little bit scary, but a little bit it's cool at the same time. <laughs> He's getting it on with Michelle. So we'll see how that plays out. I'm excited to see that. Just because I'm really rooting for Michelle this season. And so it looks like they're getting a little showmance going on. So I don't know. Mm-hmm, for sure. Next up is Logan from Survivor Spain. Second place on that season. Um, I think this one was even longer than the other one. Like, this one actually was, like, hundreds of days as well. So, like, these international survivors are not playing no. around. So I think he can be very intimidating and do pretty well as well. If these survivor people can go on Survivor for 200 days, the challenge is looking like a luxury to them. Yeah, for real. That's what Natalie said last season. These survivor people, I have so much respect yeah. for. So much respect mm-hmm. for. Next up is Kells from Too Hot to Handle, where he won. That doesn't really say too much, because that game's not really a strategy game. It's more like, don't have sex for um, two weeks. <laughs> so, like, so it's not mm-hmm. like he, like, yes, he won that show, but I don't want to say that really is going to translate. I don't know how exactly it'll translate into the game of the challenge. But we saw he stir up the pot, as we said earlier, so. He did stir up the pot, and he picked Tori right away, so that was a smart move. But now he is paired with another girl, and he's not really happy about it, so. But I think Kells is definitely a physical, physical threat. Yeah, for sure. And then next up, Renan, who was Mikaela's partner. I was pissed off that she was partnered with him because he was dragging her down in that elimination. He was not doing anything in that elimination. That was embarrassing. Yeah, for real. That wraps up all of our rookie guys as well. Uh, on the live stream, Michelle was talking about how Natalie and Jay were originally supposed to be on this season, right? From Survivor Natalie, from Survivor Winners at War and San Juan del Sur, and from last season of The Challenge, and then Jay from the last two seasons of The Challenge and Millennials vs. Gen X on Survivor. <gasps> and they were both oh, supposed yeah, to be on the right. season. And last minute, Jay was dropped and Natalie had to back out. So Jay was by The Challenge's choice, allegedly, and Natalie by, was by her own choice. And it really makes me sad because I want to see Natalie back so bad. She barely had any time last season before she was sent home for her pregnancy and then eventual miscarriage. It was so sad. But I want to see her back, so I really hope they put her back on the challenge. Hopefully by next season. And, I mean, we can add this rookie to the list. We got Ed now, which Laith knows a little bit of insider about Ed. Yeah, actually, one of my friends from school, she's friends with him from home. Not like it's like we're actually like that big of a connection, but... I had heard that he was on the show before it was announced, which I felt like I like knew like the inside info. I should have leaked it to those challenge mm-hmm. TV pages. <laughs> <laughs> and let's talk about the pairings and some just interesting pairings. For me, the fact that Kyle went for Amanda out of all people, because Kyle knows all of these US people, and the fact that he went for Amanda, I think was very, very interesting. But um, I want to see how it plays out. I think that they would just be a very funny duo. I'm not sure if they work well together or not, but I just think that there would be a very funny duo. I agree. I think that Kyle and Amanda are going to do hilarious together, and I think they're both a little bit underrated competitors. So, And they both have really strong connections, yes, too. Although they've been here about six, seven seasons each, I think that they have the experience and the connections in the house to get them far. And it's like not, not just like... They have, like, the same connections. They have different connections on different sides that together help them control a good amount of the vets, which I think is awesome. Mm-hmm. We got Anissa and Logan. Huey and Ashley love them. I hope to see more of them. Um, CT and Berna. Bettina and Corey. Big T and Tommy. That seems like a fun pairing. I'm excited to see more of yes, them. Yes, I think Tommy will really bring out the good side of Big T. I think Big T needs a partner yeah. that's very, like, encouraging, and I think Tommy will 100% bring that out. So I'm excited for that pair. Casey and Emmanuel, they seem like a really killer team. They seem, like, scary. Yes. I'd be terrified yes, of them. Yes, scary good. 
Nani and Gabo, poor dysfunctional Nani, like this poor <laughs> dysfunctional team that Nani has to be a part of. Um, I'm hoping she finds a way to get out of it because I love her so much. I want to see her do well. Yes. Josh and Lauren, the problematic girl with the problematic guy. Um, I, they're so, I think that we're not going to see very much of them because of Lauren's problematic stuff that she Edits, does to yeah. get canceled, quote unquote. Uh, originally it was Devin and Tracy, but then Michelle stole Devin after elimination. So now Michelle and Devin are together. Um, that was very interesting because we saw in the actual show, Devin was pointing at himself. Like he wanted to get away from Tracy. And I think he saw the potential in Michelle just because Michelle has survivor connections and mm-hmm. he obviously is in the quote unquote big brother alliance. So I think it was definitely an interesting pair, but I think socially both of them have a really good social game. So I Agreed. could see this working out very well. Then Nam and Michelle was the ori- original pairing. Nam went home. Michelle and Devin are now a team. Um, and then Ed and Emmy are now a team. There's Esther and Fessy. Corey, L and Emmy were the original team. But then Tori is now with Corey, L And Ed, as I said right now, yes. was with Emmy. Tori and Kel's originally together. And then now Tori is with Corey, L as I just said. Jeremiah and Tatcha, they seem like a cool team. I want to see how well they do. Nelson and Priscilla, and then unfortunately the eliminated team, Michaela and Renan. So those are the teams. Interesting. I don't know. The only thing because of this twist, every single week these teams are going to be switched up. So it's really hard to say It's so confusing. what team I think is going to go so far, confusing. what team do I think is going to get eliminated next, because I really don't know. I think if anything, the survivor people are or the rookies are really in the red right now. We'll see though. It's definitely going to change up every week. I think that will bring an exciting element to the show though. I really, but yeah, just a whole nother level of gameplay, social strategy, strategic strategy. So I'm excited. I really am. I came into this season thinking Mm -hmm. there's so many fresh faces. I'm going to be so confused, overwhelmed, but I'm actually really, really surprised at the first episode. I thought that was one hell of an episode. So I'm excited. Also, another sneak peek, we saw that Amber is going to be a part of the show at some capacity as a competitor, but we don't know when or how or what. They didn't explain that. We didn't look at any spoiler pages, but we know that she'll be one of the competitors later on in the season from the trailer. I'm assuming one of the girls probably has a medical DQ. One of the girls maybe got COVID. Something happened where Amber was definitely the replacement. But that's going to be very interesting because she just came off a win with CT. So I think that could be good for CT's game but Mm -hmm. I think Amber might be targeted too. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Okay, well, that wraps up our Challenge Spies, Lies, and Allies cast analysis. Let us know what you thought about this cast and what who you want to win. We have a lot of content coming your way, so make sure you subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcast. If you like what we've made so far, please leave us a review on Apple Podcast with your feedback. Just don't rate us a 1 out of 10 or whatever it was. We love hearing from you guys. If you guys want to find me on social media, you can follow me on TikTok at lollathe and Champagne at All Things Reality. If you have any requests, comments, or concerns, shoot us an email at allthingsrealitypodcast.gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in. We will see you next week with another episode.